Welcome to Public Servants Announcements. I want to thank everybody for coming back for another episode. And it is finally time for me to let everybody know what it is we're talking about in this episode or in this season, what the special trend is, because I know I've kind of been teasing it a little bit as we've gone through the seasons. And so it's now finally time for me to let you all know. And the trend is very simple to me. It's it's that we are, and I did have one person who let me know that they guessed it. But all of my trends, all of my guests this season are going to be and have been so far men. Um, I talked about that at the end of season one or maybe halfway through season two. I can't remember when I had Moorhead and Craven and um, Johnson and Chandra Klein. Um, and when I had that whole group together, I talked about how I don't get men very often. And so this season, I went out of my way to find men. And I have women guests lined up for next season, a lot of them actually, because they respond faster. But I'm trying to make sure that this season is all men. So continuing that trend and continuing the trend kind of of ex-students, because this person wasn't actually a student in my class. He was a student at the school when I was teaching there. And he spent a large amount of time in my class. And I do mean probably more than he spent in any other class, even though I wasn't actually his teacher. Uh, but he's a social media influencer now. He, I feel like he's done some modeling or something, but he, he yeah, modeling commercials. at the time. And that, I mean, it's a Darius Wise. And so I'm gonna let him get into it. What, what all are you, what have you been doing since you, since we were at the same place at the same time? Man, so um, he already introduced me. Um, yeah, so I go by Darius Wise, I'm a social media influencer. I actually started making music about three months ago. Uh, I haven't released any music yet, but we're on the like verge of doing like business, business with like, you know, people in the music industry. Um, I do commercials. I'm about to be on an actual a TV show on Hulu. I uh, have an audition actually next week. So hopefully that goes good. But yeah, that's what I do so far. Okay. So he said he just started working on music three months ago, but I know that is incorrect. He was working <laughs> on music when he was coming to my classroom because he would let me listen to some. So I'm assuming you took some sort of hiatus between then and now. Yes, I did. I did. Um, I actually invested in a home studio. So like all of my new music is actually mm -hmm. like radio quality. So. Okay. I'm just and that's normal with young people who are working on music. It, it goes from being, this is something I do for fun, to actually working on music. Working on and so exactly. I get when you say I've been working on music for about three months, you mean like professionally, professionally. doing it as yes. like it's a job. Yes. Yeah, I get that. So when are we going to get new music? Um, I'm supposed to do the music video either this week or next week. But we're just trying to, you know, it's a lot of missing people, well, different pieces that go into it. You know, so I have to first get the music copyrighted and all of that and load it in. So it's just the whole process. So either this week or next week. Most definitely. Okay. So our last guest also is someone who's starting to release music, and that was Isaiah Gross. You won't know him. He graduated probably when you would have been in eighth grade, I think. Um, but he is doing and he's country music, so it's a totally different oh. genre of music, maybe. I haven't actually gotten in. I, I know what your music sounds like because you let me listen to it when you were in my class, but it may be country. I don't know. I, wanna, I don't want to put you in a box, but what got you wanting to release music for public consumption? 
Um, I just feel like a lot of people go through different things in their life. And I've been through some things in my life as well. And I feel like people can connect with my genre music. Well, I'm not really considered to be in one specific genre. I do a lot of press love like music. So I just feel like they can connect with what I'm saying because I actually speak like truth and, and reality and what I'm talking about. So I feel like people can connect with that. Okay, well, let's plug it. Like, what 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 are you talking about in the songs? What are some of your topics of conversation when you're singing or rapping? Um, um, just based off what I'm going on in that cert certain moment, it could be I could be up, I could be down, I could be in the middle. Um, it just depends on what I'm going through in that moment, really. Right. So just being human, like life exactly. changes, and it's exactly. okay to be sad and happy in the same. Constantly day. evolving. Yes basically got it got it got it so what do you are you writing are you making your own beats are you doing all of it yourself or are you just performing um so with me having a home studio uh well I used to I used to start on my phone so I know how to like you know punch in and and do the different things like that um start and make beats but I have homeboys who make beats for me so I don't really have to, I just tell them what I want and then they have an ear for it. You know what I'm saying? Cause I right. feel like people have went up in different avenues. Like I came up making and writing lyrics, you know, somebody else came up making beats. So they know how to do like, you know, the structure of the beat, how to make it sound good. And I feel like that's their lane. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to learn right. now, but as I came up, my lane was writing. So I just tried to stick in my lane. You know what I'm saying? And let the people who make the beats do that. But I'll learn someday. Okay. And I'm going to let you know ahead of time that I am going to ask you to give us a little performance, just a small little okay. snippet. Um, I got you. It doesn't have to be right now because I know as a singer, sometimes people are like, sing me a song. It's like, uh, so I'm going to give you time to think about it while we talk okay. about other things. Okay. So now just shifting from being in music, you've been doing social media for a little bit too. How did you get into being an influencer? So when I had um I had moved to Bowie back my it was like the beginning of my junior year um I wasn't actually an influencer at that time uh, I had met this guy named Ashton uh, a lot of people know Ashton uh, he's big on the influencer side of it um he's been doing it actually before me uh his freshman year and then we just kind of connected like that's like my homie you know what I'm saying and he just told me like I should get on it because he said I have the look. My personality is, you know, it's right for the influencer, you know, world. So I just took his word for it and I ran with it. And in about like two months, I had got like 22,000 followers on Instagram. And it was just crazy. I just so I just started going from there. Yeah. OK, so Ashton, I, I met Ashton as when he was an eighth grader. Um in summer school. And I, I did, I want to say I met him in, in, in as a personality before I met him because yeah. the principal of the summer school was like, this is your roster, but I want to let you know about this kid. He's going to be a handful. Um, yeah. And then I got in and not knowing which kid she had, like I couldn't remember who she had told me because she didn't circle it or highlight it or anything. Yeah. Um, I started talking to him and Ashton's funny. He's personable. He's, interesting to talk to he's incredibly smart so then we started talking and we got to lunch she was like hey how has he been has he been a headache and I was like 
no, I haven't really had anybody. Maybe that kid's missing. She was like, no, he's right there. I was like, oh, he's been phenomenal. What are you talking yeah. about? Um, he's misunderstood he's by different. a lot of teachers. Yeah, he yeah, is just sure. different. And he has no problem vocalizing his opinion, even if it's against yours and you're supposed to be an authority. Um, and that's something I yeah. respect and appreciate, but a lot of teachers don't. And that's where his disconnect was. Um, but yeah, so you came in and I think my year back at Bowie, I had actually been there for four years and then left and came back. And I think that was your first, maybe even your only year at Bowie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but definitely your yeah. first year. Um, but you and Ashton did connect really quickly. How important is it to gain a friend or a mentor or whatever that relationship is in the social media world? Um, so it's very important, um, especially if since he's been doing it longer than me. So he told me the ins and outs on what to do, what to post, uh, what the people are looking for, what the people are not looking for. Um, it's just a lot that goes into it. Um, it was just like, he was like a big brother in the industry, you know what I'm saying? So it was a lot. It was a lot. It was good. It was good. So what did he tell you? What's the best piece of advice he gave you? So when I started out, I right. Um, he told me not to comment back so fast. He told me to wait until I posted another video, then go back to the comments and then comment. So then once I comment on their, you know, on their comment, they'll go back and look at the, see if I have any new videos and then that'll bring more people back to the new video. And then they'll go comment on that video as well. So it was just like a, a little gym, you know what I'm saying? That I, that I uh, did not know. So that's, that that's a trick important. to the trade. Um, yeah, I'm man. definitely stealing that because <laughs> yeah. I'm not a social media influencer. Don't want to be, don't plan no, to be, okay. have no aspirations to be. But when I post these videos, I've never thought about that. Like when people comment because it's a notification on my phone, I comment right back. Like I want to make sure that they're getting responded to. And I want to show yeah. them that I appreciate that they're listening and that they're following and they're liking all the things. So I've never thought about the fact that if you just wait until you do the next video, when you respond to the comment, they go to your page. When they go to your page, they can see the new video and now they've watched that one too. That makes so much sense. Exactly. I'm still in that for sure. <laughs> okay. So what makes you a successful social media influencer? Or do you even feel like, like what are your goals as a social media influencer? Um. So when I first started out, I was just making funny videos. Um, I wasn't really doing uh nothing that was really impactful at the you know the beginning it was more so for self um but as of right now i'm trying to pivot away from that and actually get into helping other brands and being like a marketer for you know like you know people's brands that are coming out like uh, like black a brand owners. ambassador yeah a brand ambassador influence. exactly just an influencer yes because i've seen the influencer world it's very like pro self and and not saying that that's a bad thing, but it's just so much you can do with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Getting to more so the business aspect of it brings in more uh, networking and more clientele and and you can actually, you know, benefit other people. So that's what I want to get into instead right. of, you know, more so influencer. And it's probably more money, too, right? Exactly. It is. It is. Yeah. And I, I mean, I like I've talked to a few influencers just trying to get information about, you know, how to make your social media relevant. 
because it's important not just in doing the podcast, but it's also important in being a real estate agent. People come through on social media. And so trying to build that platform, I've talked to a bunch of different social media influencers and they've all kind of said pretty much the same thing. And they, one person in fact told me, and this is someone who I, who has had, you know, a hundred, like several hundred thousand followers for at least 10 years now. And they were like, bro, I think a lot of people forget that we do this as a job. It's about money. Like, yeah, it's great to influence. It's great to have partnerships. It's great to network. At the end of the day, this is what I do 60 hours a week. This is my job. So if it doesn't make me money, I'm not doing it. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't think about that side of it a lot of because it looks fun. And it looks like it's going to be like, it's it's a good time. You're just making videos on your phone, which people do anyway for free. So you're doing, but they were like, no, it's market placement. It's when I post, it's what I post. It's what the caption says. It's who I respond to, who I tag. All of those different things um, is about the dollar for me. So no, I'm not sharing your post if you're not paying me to do so. No, I'm not coming on your show if you're not paying me to do so. No, I'm not posting this picture with you if you're not paying me to do so because it's my job so if i'm going to give the service for free that's not a job anymore that's volunteer work um and so that's cool so what are there classes are there like seminars do y'all have like conferences for social media workers like how do y'all learn this stuff so when i was first uh starting well with anything right there's always consistency right with anything Mm -hmm. you do sports um if you're in IT, like anything, you have to be consistent. So I just look at, I would follow like different role models, you know, like that already have done it. And I'll just kind of mimic, but then put my own spin to it. So like for say, if I know this person that's above me, he posts three times a day. And, um, but I look at his story, he has a different shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now I know that he's making content days prior and then uploads it the day after and then makes it seem like that's what he, he did for the day. So mm-hmm. now I'm taking that. Okay, now I can make 10 videos, schedule them. Now they get posted up by themselves. I don't have to do anything. So now that I'm making right. content, I forget that. Okay, those videos are already going to get uploaded. So that's just like, you just take, like people already laid out the blueprint. You just got to follow the blueprint and then make your own spin to it basically so that's right that's but follow the blueprint i think that's super important in so many workforces just a lot of especially in your generation this is not me calling out your generation because my generation's probably started it to be completely honest but we we have this issue of we want to be innovative and we want to be creative and we want to come in and do it our way and make it new and different but billionaires yeah. didn't become billionaires because they're dumb. No. They become billionaires because what they're doing works. Exactly. So if you want to be them, why not do what they're doing? Like exactly. if you want to be an, a highly influencing social media influencer, why not do the way that the, I don't even know who, so I don't follow social media. I'm not, I'm just right outside of that age group. But the social yeah. media influencers, like mine would be like Terrell Grice. He's in my age group. Like if you want to be that person, if you want to start your own music show, you want to start your own YouTube series, you have to watch the Terrell Grises who has a million subscribers and has been doing exactly. it. You have to watch um, 
what is that man's name that does the faces and the voices and the church people? I can't think of his name. Oh, I know He's, uh, Tyler Perry. Yeah, if you, I mean, that wasn't who I was talking about, but yeah, him oh, too. Okay, but if you want to, like, if you want to become a, a media mogul and you're starting from scratch, exactly. why not do it the way Tyler Perry did? Consistency, writing yourself, producing yourself, directing yourself, starring Acting in it yourself, yourself, being in five or oh six. My God. I mean, people forget those first few Medea plays. He was five, six, seven characters, not and because then, he wanted to be, because he had to yeah. be. <laughs> like, he couldn't to, afford and, to hire other people. He couldn't. Yeah, and then and, he did meetings on top of that during right. the shows. Right. So that's crazy. I, I don't see you have to be. And in the game, it's all about adjusting as well. Like if mm -hmm. something doesn't work, you can't stop. You have to, okay, let me take two steps back. Okay, this, this didn't work. All right, let me put this in there. Then I'll make you go 10 steps forward. You know what I'm saying? It's always about those two right. steps. You got to just look at the broad spectrum of things. So. Yeah, adjust. Don't quit. Like that's no. one of the things I've been like, yeah. that's a model I've been using for some of my basketball teams here recently. Like I get it, it didn't work the way you tried yeah. it. So adjust, do something different. Don't stop playing, don't quit. Don't, exactly. don't decide, okay, well maybe this job isn't for me because it didn't work the first time. Success isn't built quickly, but when people want to become famous or they want to be a social media influencer or they want to become a music producer or a songwriter or a singer or a rapper or whatever, they think, well, if I put out a song and only two people listen to it, then I'm not good. So there's no reason for me to make more songs. No, people don't know you're putting out music. Adjust yeah. the way you do it. Like let people know what song is coming, then put it out. That exactly. will entice them to listen. Try something different. Study. Have you studied the people who've done it? Mm -hmm. And I can say this too, um, like how I said that I did like funny videos and everything. When mm -hmm. I started like posting my music, um, people wouldn't follow me for music. So it's like, now I got to rebuild in the music side and aspect of that part. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. like they don't take the, the music serious because they know like, okay, he was just funny. This is probably going to just, this is something he's doing for fun. Right. Now I got to switch people's minds. Like, like there's this dude, his name is DDG. He's a, he's, he's a YouTuber, right? So he quit, he quit doing He's YouTube. also Chloe's boyfriend, right? Boyfriend, like, yeah. Which Hallie, one? Hallie, Hallie. Okay. Yeah. So what he did was he was so big on the YouTube part of it, like doing vlogs and all of that sort of things. He told everybody he was going to quit YouTube and focus on, mu on uh, music. But with music, you're on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what he did it was he just switched it. So now people are like, dang, we're DDG. They're people are, you know, they're wondering where he's at. So now that makes people go listen to the music. So now mm -hmm. he's, he's doing the music. Now he's putting his music into his videos. So it's just like, you got to be able to switch and then be 100% in that your stuff is going to work. Now you can say that DDG is a rapper. He's Now they call him DDG the rapper instead of DDG the YouTuber. You know what I'm saying? I call now him YouTube DDG is kinda like, the Hallie's He started voice. out... Yeah, exactly. It's so many different things. <laughs> but but that that's a big thing too, though, because she's so big in the industry. That's just another avenue to people coming to his stuff. Like, who is he? Why is he with her? Mm -hmm. You know, she's the, mer the mermaid. So, you know, people go look at that and now they go look at him. So it's just everything is business. You know what I'm saying? So you got to make the right business decisions. Right. Not that their relationship is fake. And it's it's staged, all business. Yeah, people don't but, aggregate. Just. Yeah. But we're just saying. Sure. You got to have something Jay -Z going Jay-Z wouldn't have married a bum. No, <laughs> like, at all. At like, all. There's a reason Beyonce married another music mogul.
because they exactly. have similar interests and in all of the things. And it helps to build your brands, even be in communication with them. They're not talking exactly. to people who can't help them. So you At can't all. fall in love with people you're not talking to. Like it is that simple. So the relationship is real, but the meeting to get to the relationship was business. Um, exactly. And so, yeah, like I said, I didn't know who DDG was until he started dating Hallie. And I only know Hallie because of Beyonce. Um, and so, I mean, it, it makes sense. And when Beyonce started pushing Chloe and Hallie to help them gain their fame, it was as Beyonce's protégés, Chloe and Hallie. But if you watch, they're in movies when they were baby babies, like two. And oh three yeah. Years old. So they've been doing this, and they were YouTube. They had YouTube videos and had a YouTube following, and that's where Beyonce, I guess, refound them because they were in fighting temptations with Beyonce. But I'm assuming that's where they refound them, and then she said, "Okay, I'm gonna bring you in under my record label," and now they are both in their own right young superstars. Yeah. And most they go in in all different genres. They're actresses. They do music. They write. They produce. They model. They dance. They all of it. Um, so okay. So when you're doing this, who are some of the people you watch? Who are some of your influences as an influencer? Um, as an influencer, when I was doing that, it was the people around me that motivated me. Um, I would look at people that was above me, but they were doing different things. They weren't necessarily doing what I was doing, but this, the algorithm is the same. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to consistency, but the people around me, um, it was just what we did on a daily basis. We just was turn it into something funny. Like for instance, um, like I made videos at school uh, of me eating food, like, like breakfast or whatever. And you know, when you ask some, somebody to go get you their breakfast, like, it's just like other people would catch on to that. Like, oh, I've done that before, or I've seen that before. So you just got to make the things around you content, basically. Right. Cause How a lot hard of is that to do when you're first starting? It's actually not that hard. It's very, like the early stages, you can be so creative because it's just like so many ideas that you can do. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. as you go on, it's kind of hard because like people are actually watching you. They're at, like that video has to be better than the last video or people mm -hmm. are going to just be like, ah, oh, like he fell off or this, that, and the third. They're not going to. So you got to keep the people entertained. That's what's kind of hard with social media. And where my downfall was, I would stop for weeks or months at a time. And that just killed my page. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, just thinking that I'm not the best at what I'm doing. But it, when I first started out, um, Reels, you know what Reels are, right? On mm -hmm. Instagram. I was one of the original people. Like, when you see, like, the words with the, with the what's it called? Like, I was him. Like, I was on everybody's port, like, uh, for you page and everything. And then now, now when you swipe it on Reels, that's all you see is people with the, with the uh, quotes on their Reels and then doing something funny. And I was like, really, really one of the original because nobody was doing it on Instagram. They were doing it on TikTok. But Ashton told me one day uh, we had like a little come together thing and, uh, you know, something happened. So I was just like, OK, I won't do it on TikTok. I'll switch to Instagram. So at, from there, that just took my my uh, influencer thing to the next level. So I just yeah, said, I step out on your own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think you hit on something super important that a lot of people don't think about when it comes to putting out content of any sort, whether it be music, 
podcasts, social media posts, TikToks, whatever, is that you have to be consistent. The so the internet moves so fast and our news cycle is so fast now that if it's not constantly in your face, then it's yeah, not gonna be remembered. Exactly. Um, so you have to, like with my podcast, I have to come out with an episode every week until the season's over. But my yeah. seasons have to be consistent. I can't take a three month hiatus in between seasons because then the people who were listening faithfully have found another podcast to listen to. Exactly. And they're not going to come back to mine just because I'm back now. Until you get to a certain level. Obviously, you get to a certain level. You get to, like, Terrell Grice, I think, takes a three-month hiatus in between his seasons. But he, like, for the first three or four seasons, there was no break. It was yeah. every Thursday on the dot, we would get a new episode. And then he got his following. And then it was like, okay, now I can take mental health breaks. Now I can do other shows during my off time here. Which also comes from him scheduling and he records and produces and does all these things and then they're scheduled to release. So it seems like he's taking a break for three months, but really he's just not releasing content for three months. He may be building the new batch of content or whatever. And so how, how difficult has that been? And I know you said that killed your page at one point. So how difficult has it been finding a schedule that works for you to be consistent? Um, so when I first was doing like the little social media stuff I had uh was toying around with it so what I would do was I could tell that people like from my city they were they were scared they were scared to be the first they were scared to be the first one to tap the video because I would literally sit right next to people and I would pop up on their stuff and they would swipe on it you know what I'm saying because there's no like probably like 11 likes or whatever so what I would do was I would post at one in the morning, 12 in the morning, or like, you know, just early in the morning. So mm -hmm. the people on the other side of the world, they see me, they're not gonna be biased or, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna like it, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? If it's good content. So when people wake up, it's already 200, 300 people that like the, the, the post. Mm -hmm. So now they're gonna like it because now they're in with everybody else. People like to follow a crowd, you know what I'm saying? They're not, mm -hmm. people are not leaders for real, you know what I'm saying? And the people that follow a crowd, they're gonna see that and be like, okay, I can be, the 231 person who liked the post you know what i'm saying so right. once they see everybody else rocking with you that's when the people around you kind of start rocking with you not in your circle but like outside of your circle that's kind of like in the city so that's what i would do and i feel like that kind of helps you determine your circle right like exactly i know in real estate and in even doing this podcast this is my third season. It's been over a year with the podcast. I have 60 something episodes on this, this show. And then I have a second show that has over a hundred episodes. So I have content out and then I'll have friends who'll be like, oh, I didn't know you did podcasts. And I was like, but you, you're on my social media page. Yeah. Like I know that you see the post because social media has become very messy now. So they, it tells me you looked at it. So and I think... I think people, people like, I, cause I, I didn't took a break before I'm, I'm starting like to post music now. Cause I know it's going to be so like, you know, my music is actually good. You know what I'm saying? Like my parents, they, <laughs> they, they didn't even know I did music. I've been doing it for three months now, but when I first started out, they were just like, ah, okay. Like they weren't really into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay. I'm just being honest. You're doing music. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's cool. You know, like you're not gonna, cause I was the type of person that I would start something and not finish. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just. I've just been with that with sports. Like, it's just, I would self-sabotage myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that I can be this great person, 
but it's like, can I handle it myself? You know what I'm saying? So I was self-sabotaged by like not completing. I would literally fail in class by one point just so I like now I can't. We play talked basketball. about it. You know yep. what I'm saying? We talked so, about it. I know. Exactly. So but with this music, they see that I'm being consistent and that I have actual like 40 plus songs, but I try to get the visuals for it. So then I can bring people into my mind, my world. Where was I at that stage when I made that song? So now I want to get people the visuals. But, you know, it's, it comes with time. But back to what I was saying is people like, well, with with myself, um, like I would just self-sabotage and then then now that they see that I'm actually like taking this serious and that I mean like that I'm trying to do music now they're like okay what do we got to do who do we got to talk to you know what I'm saying so when people see that you're taking it serious you're 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 in the door now yeah but, oh and I this was I was this what I was getting into uh -huh. my circle um yeah when I had stopped doing the social media influencer stuff I could tell like a lot of people stopped checking in on me they stopped uh why is what are you doing and, and and try to ask me to do stuff for them. Now I can see, all right, the people that's around me, why is, hey, you trying to go do this, this, and the third? Yeah, I'll go. Like, now I can see, all right, this is a true friend. You know what I'm saying? They're not using me for my platform. You know, a lot right. of people will use you for your platform. And a lot of people would, would look, they're looking at your stuff, but they're trying to see whether you're going to go up or not. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like Before they want to connect see, with you. Okay, yeah. you probably got to, exactly you got a hundred episodes but you know you're not growing yet but they're trying to see all right like all right i'm coming back every week to see if he got he's getting more followers or this and the third and once they see that incline then they want to come around they want right. to oh yeah like i always know like you weren't you weren't here at the basis you know what i'm saying the foundation right i had to have these hundred uploads before the next hundred takes off you know what i'm saying now right. i know what i'm doing or like i had to have these 40 plus songs so now when the next 40 come out people know that you know what i'm saying so it's right. all about getting being comfortable with yourself yeah because as a content creator which musicians don't really like the term content creator when you talk about the stuff they're putting out and i understand yeah. it like it's an, we you're, all create, you're an artist so. you're an artist yeah. but you're putting out stuff for other people to listen to or yeah. watch and that is content you are creating it that, that is creation, you are a content creator. But as a content creator, we we have to, uh, we have to, other people have to recognize that what we're doing when we're making the content is still honing our skill, it's honing our craft. What we're doing is working on the work. Like when I go back and publish this, or, um, edit this, my editing this time is gonna be way better than it was 59 episodes ago. Exactly. My questions now are going to be better than they were 59 episodes ago. My ability to connect from one topic to the next, that's better now than it was 59 episodes ago because every episode I learn something new, I get a little better. The same happens with music. Every song you write, you write it a little bit better. Every every vocal track you lay is, is a little bit better. Every note sounds a little bit better. Every overlay sounds a little bit better. The production gets a little bit better. The caption you use is a little bit better. The title, the title consumption, the art you put out, if you're, if you're a photographer, that gets a little bit better. You're watching us hone our craft as we produce. So it's okay that you didn't like the beginning. Like I'm, I'm never offended when someone is like the sound quality on your first few episodes was awful. And they'll probably say that about this one because I don't have my mic and I'm not at home. Fine, I don't mind that. 
what I mind is, are you listening? Are you giving it a chance? What about the topics that we're talking about, the information that we're producing? Because that's what I'm exactly. focused on. The yeah. quality will come unless I quit, unless yeah. I get to a point where it's like, okay, I'm only getting four views. I'm done. Which thankfully I've seen growth. I've seen videos peak and hit stuff, and I've seen videos not peak and not hit. And I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, mm, that video's not. And then you make adjustments, point. exactly. Right, and you just adjust. You don't quit. So like maybe it's just the time that you post. You know what I'm saying? Right, and that's one of my students had to tell me that they were like, "Yeah, but you're like you're posting when you do your real estate TikToks. You're posting at like midnight. Post at three in the afternoon." Yeah, or like that's four like, or five. That's, when, that's right. when it hits the, you know what I'm saying? Right. And they were like, yeah, here's this video. But it's because I had, and these are students, not friends, not other, but just students who were like, no, I thought I was going to do, they do little dancey TikToks and they have a ton yeah. of followers. And they were like, no, no, no. If you really want the followers, you have to post between this time and this time. Here, look at this video. He explains it. And so, that's really what you want as a content creator, people to give you feedback, people to help you. And it doesn't have to be, like I'm 15 years older than these kids. It doesn't have, yeah. but they know what they're doing. They have the following to show, look, I have to respect that. I have 1,000 followers. You have 55,000 followers. Yeah. I have to respect, you know what you're talking about, you at least more than that. I do. Yeah, because so they done went that. through it. You know what I'm saying? And then what you were saying earlier, it's just like if you were like, say for instance, you're doing a free trial of something mm -hmm. to see if you like it or not. You know what I'm saying? And then right. on that last day, you got to choose whether you pay for it or you don't pay for it. So right. it was just that's the same thing with with content creation. You got to do, you got to do the free stuff like like the hundred videos, and then mm -hmm. after that, it's just like, do you want to keep doing it or not? But that's up to you. You got to adjust. You got to make things, right. yeah, work. So you've gotten into this space, and you said you're also doing some acting. So is that where you actually want to go? Is that where you want to end up? Or do you see yourself doing social media like via the social medias, the TikToks, the Instagrams, the whatever? Do you see that being your long-term goal or more okay. actual entertainment industry? Um, so with this little self-reflection that I've been having for like, I say two or three months now since I started music, um, God's been, I've been like a lot into like prayer and God's been giving me visions of me being on a stage in front of like a lot of people. And he actually, um, I haven't told nobody this. He actually put it in my dad in a dream. Like he gave my dad a dream that I was on a stage, like, you know, in the crowd, I brought him on stage, whatever. Um, I feel like music is going to be my career path, but it's going to branch into like business and acting and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, music is a big way of expression. And I feel like that's how I'm going to be heard. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just going to be my little avenue of what I'm going to do. But acting, um, I've always, like my personality, if, you know, for the people who know me, like I'm, I have a lot of energy. I'm very like, it's just like, if you know me, you will know, like, um, I I just take it serious. That's what I tried to do into my like my influencer stuff. Um, I would do POVs, which is you know point of view. Like you have to act out the point of view to see like to bring people into your world. So I feel like acting and and music kind of go hand in hand. And yeah, I can speak to that personality. His personality is very infectious. It is very attention grabbing, and I mean I. Again, he was never a student in my class, 
So it's yeah. a lot easier for, like, I'm sure his teachers won't say, nope, Darius was great. We loved him because he was funny and he stole the attention of the class all the time because teachers don't really want you stealing the attention of the class. Um, but for me, he was able to, my class was always, and y'all have heard several of my students now, so y'all know my class was always pretty free-flowing. Free it was always, if you are drawing the attention of the class, as long as it's worth being attention-grabbing, I'm going to let you have it. You can have the attention. Just make sure it's worth us paying attention to. And so he is one of those people where, whether you want them to or not, people are watching. People are looking. People want to talk to you. People want to hear what you have to say. People want to know what you think. People want to sit next to you. People want to touch you. They want to hug you. It's, and that, I mean, there isn't, like, people talk about the it factor of celebrities all the time, and that's what it is. It's just this infectious need for people to want to be close to you. And that is something I don't think you can teach. I think it's a natural thing. And I think a lot of people don't recognize they have it until it's either too late or until they've already decided this is what I want to do. And then they recognize this is a positive thing for me. So I must keep doing it. Um, so how did you, when did you get to the point where you realized I am entertaining? People like being around me. People flock to me. People are entertained by me. This is something I can make money off of. Um. So before all the uh, the influencer social media stuff, I've always just been a goofy characteristic. Like, like that's just always been me. Um, I've always like entertained people, make people laugh. Um, but for like personal like reasons, I just I was the type of person I would make people laugh, and then when I get home, I'm just to myself. You know what I'm saying? So right, it was just kind of like. Uh, need to be seen in a way like I would like the attention from other people so I would go out my way to make that happen Um, so I could say like as a kid you know what I'm saying just I could say third grade I was just always people put me on a pedestal they always mm -hmm. told me like you should do this or you should be this you know what I'm saying expecting a lot from me so I just always had that pressure on me just growing up just not even from like like my older like peers or whatever just from mm -hmm. like people around me you know what i'm saying like right like why don't you have the the newest shoes or you know what i'm saying it's just because the way i look i'm they look at me and think like i'm supposed to have like mm -hmm. the new shoes the be this the leader and whatever but i just yeah i can say that sorry I mean, like you said, it's what it's literally what Ashton did to get you into social media. He was like, you have a great personality. You have the look. Exactly. Why aren't you doing social media? And I'm sure your teachers were like, you should be a comedian. And the people at your church were like, you should be a pastor. And the people that you did music <laughs> yes. around, you, you should be a musician. I'm sure you, came you should involved. be a speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, because anybody who's listening and has any sort of an infectious personality has heard that. Like I, I got that growing up in church with my grandma. You. You're going to be a pastor one day. Yeah. No, I'm not. That's not. Yeah. That's just not how life is going to be working for me. Yeah. Um, at least not in the traditional sense of what pastoring is. Um, or anybody who's ever seen me do music or perform or sing or anything. You should. Why don't you take this more seriously? You should really do this. Or when I was growing up, you should be an actor. And it's just we like watching you do stuff. Why aren't you doing stuff on a bigger platform? That's what they're trying to say. And this is, the, this is the best big platform I think you can have. So why aren't you doing more things on this big platform? And 
a lot of times the answer for most people who have that infectious personality is I don't really like people like that. Like, I really yeah. don't like the attention. I, like, I, I've learned to accept the attention, but I also need my quiet time. I need my downtime. I don't want to be famous because they don't get to have quiet time. They don't get to go home and no one bother them. They don't get to just, like, I, my favorite time of the day is getting home, but not getting out of the car. That moment yeah. right after you turn the car sit off in the car. Yeah. and you're just sitting there and it's silent. And my mom would literally be like, where are you at? I'm like, I'm in the park. I'm in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's just like, you just gotta take that time yourself. Like just mm -hmm. quiet time is just everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially if you deal with a lot of people throughout the day and some mm -hmm. many different personalities. It's a lot. <laughs> and you gotta, yeah. it's just like, if you wanna go down that road, you gotta be able to do it. You know? Yeah. And you find a way as one of those personalities, you find a way to adjust to all of the people. So you haven't just been haven't just been being you all day. You've been performing all day because I tell you all the time, my skills as a performer helped me as a teacher because I could adjust the way I talk, the way I act, how I help people to them. And it wasn't being fake. It was acting. It was it, I mean, yeah. teaching is performing for the audience. We are yeah. captivating 30 students at a time, sometimes 40 students at a time for an hour and a half. If that's not performing, I don't know what is. We have to captivate the audience. And I could say like, this can correspond with anything too. Like say mm -hmm. for instance, you're a parent and you have mm -hmm. five different kids, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, every kid has a different need. So you gotta right. be strong for this kid, you know what I'm saying? Hard on them. Cause you know that they take hard criticism. Like my mom, she's very hard on me, but with my brother, she has to come at him a different way, you know, because he's very mm -hmm. more sensitive. You know what I'm saying? So that's with right. anything. Some students can handle that. Some students, they can't. So it's just you got to be able to balance the two. Right. And so once you've done that all day as a human, because that's what separates the people who people want to be around from the people people don't want to exactly. be around, is that ability to adjust and assimilate into whatever crowd they're in. So once you've done that all day, you're exhausted mentally and physically. And so you need that moment before you walk in the house and have to then adjust to a different setting with different people. You need that moment of, okay, let me just breathe. And, exactly. and a lot of times, like I've had people ask me, my son used to ask me all the time, what are you thinking about? You sit in the car for like an hour. Cause I would, he would drive home with me and he'd get out the car, open the door. And an hour later I walk in, what were you doing? I was just sitting there, bro. Like I was just sitting. Yeah. Oh, what were you like thinking about? Like Nothing. Us, we just, yeah. We just think <laughs> like so much stuff goes through our head throughout the day that we don't get time to 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 really think about. Really, more. yeah. Really put yeah, thought in. Like we have so many things that we have to do, and if they don't get done from us, then they won't get done. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's just you gotta deal with it, and that hour is probably all you needed for the next right. 24 hours you know, 23 hours, you know what I'm saying? So you have to, and I just, I can say this too. Um, I was always the person that, you know, that would be this in front of people. And then when I go home, I'm, I don't want to talk. You know what I'm saying? I just, mm -hmm. it wasn't that I didn't want to talk. It's just like the energy from that I put out throughout the day was just exhausting. I just, I would never hang out with people outside of school. It was just, that was what I needed for the day. So. Yeah. So is yeah, one of your least favorite questions What's wrong when you're just yeah. sitting quietly by yourself? Yeah, that is. Yeah, it is. Because it's like, it's, 
I don't have the answer sometimes, you know? <laughs> Most of the time, I don't. It's just like, I'm just trying to find my peace. That's it. For right. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where I've started thinking, not saying, because people aren't really, that people don't really care, but no, I've started thinking both nothing and everything at the same time. Like, yeah. really, nothing's wrong. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm, I just need space and time to breathe. But also, at the same time, everything's wrong. The way that I had to talk to all, why am I the one that has to entertain everybody? That's why can't I turn it off? Why can't yeah. they stop coming to me for the advice, for the counsel, for the listening ear, the shoulder to cry on? I don't want to be those things. How do I tell people no? But then is it mean to tell people no? Is it like, am I then yeah. being selfish? How? Where's the line? I know I have to do it. And so it's both nothing and everything at the same time. Yeah, because I, I was quarterback, you know, at Bowie, right? So, you know, mm -hmm. as being quarterback and I played on defense as well, you know, you got to be ready at all times. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's what anything in life you know what i'm saying the why why me you know mm -hmm. i would ask god like why put me in these big positions just to let people down you know i was always the person like i don't want to let nobody down so i'm not gonna do it you know what i'm saying like right I, that was just my mentality back then growing up is like i don't want that pressure on me because when i when I, if i do fail you you're gonna you're not gonna like me then either way you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna right. move myself to let somebody else have that position but god is literally sitting here telling me this is for you. Why are you not taking it? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I put this out here for you. You just got to go hard and then think, like, this is not going to fail or be a failure. You got to look at the brighter side of things. So do it because every time that everything that I've put my mind to and done, I've succeeded in. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I haven't not succeeded. It's just about believing in myself. Right. So, and I, I think it's super important that you said that. Just because God puts you in the situation to be successful doesn't mean you're going to be successful. Exactly. You do still have to give your effort. You do and still work. have to go hard. You do, do still have to try. You do still have to learn the craft of whatever it is. But he puts you in the position to go hard, to yeah. learn, to exactly. see those things. So if you do what he's telling you to do, you will you be will successful. You will reap the benefits, exactly. Faith without works is dead. You know what I'm saying? So right. if he's telling me, to do this one thing and I'm not doing it, don't expect. And then I'm questioning why, why am I not this guy? Why am I not, you haven't done anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you have to get up, you have to do it. Right. And I've gotten to the point too, where I've started telling people, look, it's be mad at God. I didn't want to be your leader. I don't yeah. want this position. I don't want the title. I don't want to be in front. I don't want to have to tell you. I don't want to have to listen. I don't want to create. I just, I want to be in the background too. God exactly. said no. So yeah, no. <laughs> be mad at him because yeah, once he puts you there, you can't then go somewhere else and be successful. That is one thing. If God wants you to be successful in position A, you can't go to position F trying to do and be successful. It doesn't matter what skills you have. The, the stars won't align for you because you know that's not crazy? what his purpose is. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you know, it's crazy. I talked to my pastor about this. Uh, I've been getting into like a lot of older people and just because, you know, they have a lot more wisdom and stuff like yeah. that. You know, my pastor, we, we were kind of like, he's tall, you know, and he, we kind of like, you know, we look good and stuff like that. He said, he told me, he was like, you know, why are you trying to be at the back of the room? You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to be at the front, we have it to where the whole room was shift and now we're in the front of the room. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like the whole room would turn around and now you trying to be in the back, you were really in the front. 
It's just you can't right. go around it. You just gotta take it in and then be like, all right, how do I how do I stay here and and figure this out? Or like, you know, just to it. It's just something you can't run from when it's your destiny or your call. Yeah, you can't you cannot hide from God's purpose for you. Mm -mm. As much as people try, because it is uncomfortable to live in God's purpose because you don't have an explanation for why you're there. Why? Yeah, like why me though? That out of everybody. Yeah. And that's what I don't think people don't understand about like when someone's walking in their purpose, if they're asking why they're in that position, what makes you think they have a reason for you? Like, how am I supposed to explain to you why I'm, I'm doing what God. I'm doing? Why, I'm why questioning it myself. When I'm questioning, exactly, exactly. And so because you're good at something, they think, oh, he must be natural at this. He must want to do this. He must love doing it. And and I do love yeah. creating content, just like I'm sure you love creating music and love doing your social media. That doesn't, like, having the influence and enjoying the process of gaining the influence is not the same thing. And you know what's crazy, too? Um, How I've only been doing this for three months, and it just... I can do a I can do a song in like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and it'd be like this masterpiece, right? But to me, it won't even be the best that I've probably done. And then people, I'll show my parents, they'll be like, "Like, wow, how are you doing this?" You know, people not their calling, and then they'll be doing it for so long, and then they'll be like, "Well, why am I not?" Because it's probably not your calling. Like right. somebody else that can come in and do it in three months and be you know, like blow up, you know what I'm saying? So it's just mm -hmm. like, it, it's just crazy. Like my mom used to tell me, um, you probably could get struck by lightning before you go into the NBA or doing this and doing that. But if that's your calling, it's meant for you. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you can't, you can't tell somebody that hasn't done it yet that, oh, you can't do it. Now it's right. just like, no, you can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, you can't do exactly. It. I, I exactly, can't. like I've God shown told you. me. <laughs> like, and it, it just comes natural to some people. Mm -hmm. It just you can't stray away from that. It's just that God gave them that gift to to probably draw or or do music or comedy, stand up comedy, and not get nervous. It's just because He instilled those traits into you. Like everybody has a badge or or like a stash, like um boys and like like a Boy Scout. Like you got different badges of what you can do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You might not have right. that badge. So you can't tell me that I can't do it if you don't have the badge. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. And just because you have the badge doesn't mean you can control whether or not I get the badge. Exactly. You aren't the gatekeeper of badges. No. And some people will will that around you too will get envious of you because they're trying to mm -hmm. do the same thing as you, but you're kind of growing more than them. You know what I'm saying? Or doing something more than them. It's just like, maybe they didn't know their calling until you brought them into what you mm -hmm. say your calling was, but maybe that was the calling for you. But you just opened the door for them to open their mind up to, hey, like, this was your calling. You know what I'm saying? Like God people puts people in your journey to guide you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You probably were just a guy. And it's not that I'm trying to shit on, like crap on you, whatever, but it's just, I can't control what happens. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's just, I can't control It's that. not that I'm better than you. I'm just yes. more destined in this lane, in this, this field exactly. than you are. So and, and, it's, and I'm not trying to, yeah. People would have a lot less problems with envy if they understood that their role in someone's life is to be a guide, exactly. not to be a star. You are the star of your life. 
But in someone else's life, you are a role player. And if you would stop trying to be the star of everybody's life, you would be a lot less envious because you would then recognize my only goal was to bring you into the room. I brought you into the room. I don't have to keep you here because you may not be destined to stay here. And I may not stay here. I may have brought you in the room and then left the room. My goal was to bring you into the room. That was my purpose in your life. And then I leave, whether that means you leave later and come or you leave and go to a higher room, a better room, and I'm stuck in this room because I may need to bring two or three more people into this room too. Yeah. Some people, but if you don't recognize that sometimes your purpose is to connect, yeah. your purpose is to be a good friend, your purpose is to support someone else through their journey, not to live the journey yourself. Exactly. When you recognize that, and that's one thing, and I know people are gonna crap on this analogy just because he's in a lot of stuff right now, that's all negative stuff. And just because I say he's great at this doesn't mean he's great in all aspects of life. But one thing P. Diddy recognized very quickly is that he's not the star. Yeah. He recognized very quickly my job is that's to why find he the talent so many people. Yeah. And he put them in the forefront. And, and I'm in the background. Best. Yeah. I'm just pushing you. I'm talking about you. I'm supporting you. I'm holding you accountable. I'm pushing and you forward. You can, exactly. And you're going to grow. And that and now he's a billionaire. None of the rappers yeah. signed to him have ever become billionaires. He's a billionaire no. because he's putting people out front to do their purpose. Like you can't tell me Mace's purpose he's wasn't to be a rapper. Exactly. So he's helping you achieve your purpose. He's not trying to get in the way and rap with you. He doesn't want to be the main guy in the music video. He's going to be in the music video because he's paying for it. Holding the bottle. You know what I'm saying? He's right. He's holding his own bottle. His bottle. You feel me? Right. He's but he's putting you on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you're benefiting from it. you know what i'm saying he's investing in you he's more so mm-hmm. on the business aspect of it and then what i could say too is like like god can give you a guy put you in a room and then that person that was your god can go to another room and then now you're the god you know for somebody mm-hmm. else and then when they come in your position now you're going to the to the front for it. you know what i'm saying now you're moving on you're evolving but but the person that was the god had to be there for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They had mm-hmm. to work on themselves. So now that they done worked on themselves, they can go advance to the next level. Now you got to stay in that room, work on yourself, then you can advance to the next level. And what I've learned is too, um, sometimes God shows you things. Like like when I was an influencer, he showed me like, I'm supposed to be in front of people, but this is probably not my app. You know what I'm saying? Like right. when I switched over, when I was living somebody mm-hmm. else's, I can say I was living somebody else's dreams. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When Ashton told me, hey, uh, you should do the influencer stuff. That was his dream. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That was his his little thing. I could be good at it, you know what I'm saying? At being consistent mm-hmm. and stuff. But that's not my calling. But when I stopped being, when I stopped living certain for somebody else's dreams and I focused on the music, now doors are opening up for me. I'm 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 meeting videographers. I'm getting free studio time. My stuff is going to be put on like all different radio stations or asking me like, bro, you got potential. I see it. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like now mm-hmm. I'm in my own world and then he's in his own world. So now I think people have a problem with thinking that that there's that's their calling and trying to be underneath somebody. So now they that's what creates envy and this and that third because now they were thinking like I should be the man. No, you need to evaluate yourself because they probably just told you that just, you know, because you have to look for it. But you got to evaluate your own life and think like, what do I want for myself? He told me that I should do that. So that's why I did it. What do I want for me? 
okay, I want to do music. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I think people should do is self-reflect and think, what do I want to do for me? Right. And it also doesn't mean that Ashton made a mistake by bringing you into social no. media and telling you you should be in social media At because all. I'm sure there were skills you learned doing that that are going to help you doing other things. The music, yes. That I are going to help me. you on your path. Yeah. Because, so maybe, no, you weren't supposed to be a social media influencer forever, but you were supposed to be one for six months. For six months, So that yeah. you can learn how to market, so you can learn how to talk to people, post exactly. and schedule posts, get the right platform, Build. get some followers. Exactly. Because the followers you got for your music can boost are going to come from your social media influence. Yeah. That's how it starts. And then they're going to share, and they're going to share, and they're going to share. It's very rare that people find people who do music just randomly listening to music. Exactly. And I can say with me having this page, even though I don't do, you know, social media no more on there for real, mm -hmm. I can say that it and created business like business. Like I can talk to people and they can see like, OK, he did do something and he was consistent in this time. Like the 33,000 followers that I do have, they said, OK, he did do something. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I can be able to talk to him rather than having. 3,000 followers, you know what I'm saying? So now I can still use that page to follow this person, then they follow me back on there, and then we get to chopping it up. I have another page where my music is at, but I don't have as many followers because I still got to build it up on the music aspect of it. So it's just like networking. I can still network with the page that I do have. So I just thank God for that as well. You know what I'm saying? Sure, for sure. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time, so I'm going to get to the question that I ask all guests that come on the show. Okay. And it's starting to be like, I've started asking this question on accident, just to people randomly in life. Um, because I like hearing people's answers and that started on the show, but now just in real life, I get to hear people's answers. So what's one piece of advice that you would give to any group of people? It could be music makers, young people who are interested in making music, it could be social media influencers, young men, whatever the case may be, what's one piece of advice or your one public servant's announcement? Um, I can say, um, that's, that's a good question. Um, like I just said, uh, find, find what you want to do with your life. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of people tell me what I could be. You know what I'm saying, or, or, or who I was supposed to be. You know what I'm saying. But what do I want for me? You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You could even like you could be, you could be this. Still, ha all right. Look, so you could have a talent of making music, right? Because somebody mm -hmm. told you you can make music, and you could be selling millions and billions of, of, of streams or whatever. You know what I'm saying. But that doesn't make you happy. This other avenue can make you happy, like painting or something. So you probably just do that to just make money. But in reality, you're an artist. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I still feel like you should find your purpose like in, in life. That may not be your purpose. That may be your career. But mm -hmm. your purpose is different from your career. Right. So I say find your purpose, but still do your career or do what you got to do. Just make it work with both of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Make it work. That's it. All right. And the, the people who are truly blessed can make their purpose their career and then they just get to live in just like this nirvana exactly. heaven and, and that you're wonderful. an artist because a lot of artists too like people say well if i want to be an artist it's kind of hard because it doesn't really pay i know if you 
separate oh i can say this too sometimes people some people are worth the conversation and some people aren't some people are business and some people aren't business you got to know how to separate separate business from from personal you know what i'm saying because you will literally get stuck being another regular person with a big gift if you don't separate yourself People say that celebrities are are these Hollywood people, but if they weren't, you wouldn't respect them. Right. You wouldn't respect them if they were talking to you. You would be like, all right, that's just my homie. Uh, he cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but once you separate the two, you will grow so much because people will give that respect. Like I could say I could I could respect Ashton because he knows how to who to talk to, who not to talk to. You know what I'm saying? Who who to comment to, who to make friends, who not to sleep with, who not to, because the people, you can sleep with a whole bunch of girls and stuff like that, right? But those are the people that are sharing, liking your post. Now you didn't made it personal. You know what I'm saying? Like once you separate the two, now you, you know, you can do what you got to do. So that's what I can say. Those two pieces of advice. Not that Ashton is out there sleeping with all no, his no, no, followers. No, 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 you will, you will Just, really get blocked. Yeah. <laughs> you just get to learn who to and who not to. Exactly. Um, know people's positions. That's what I can that, say. Some people are there for a season. Because what you just described is why Andre 3000 could sell 30,000 copies of a flute CD yeah. to, and I don't use this word lightly, so people hear me and know that I mean this is who I'm describing, to niggas who only listen to rap music. He yeah. sold and he had people listening to a flute album who couldn't tell you what a flute looked like. Or how to play it. Definitely couldn't tell you how to play it, but don't know what it looked like. If they went to a music store right now, they wouldn't know where the flute section flute. was. Exactly. And they were listening to and trying to explain how it's good music because we don't get music from Andre 3000. And yeah. so the fact that he put out anything now we and, have, because it's the mystery behind it. Yeah, exactly. And it was also and a I can say this job. too, like you got to know when you're needed and when you're not needed. So if right. you go, if you're going to a party, right, and you go every Saturday, and you see the same people you see there every Saturday, you're not gonna get excited. You know what I'm saying? But when you see mm -hmm. that one girl that shows up every other month, you're gonna be like, "Dang, where you been?" Like you're gonna appreciate their presence. So know when you're needed and know when you're not needed. Know when you can come around and not come around. Because once people feel like you're always there, you're always at their disposal, they're not going to respect you. They're not going to enjoy you around. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to separate yourself at times. And that's what I, that's what Ashton told me. That's one piece of advice that I'm using now. I got to know, like, all right, when am I needed in this room? So when I do pull up, they know, oh, why is going to be here? He's going to have something to say. He's going to be, you know, a vocal key point in this situation. You know what I'm saying? They're going to need me. And I should say, if you're not, if you're, people say, if you're, if you can't be of use, then you're useless. So find what you're useful for. You know what I'm saying? If you can't be used, then you're a nobody. You know what I'm saying? Right. So just find what you can be used for. Because yeah. as men too, since this is a men, since you're doing all men, or like, you know, things right now, mm -hmm. um, as a man, you got to, we create, you know what I'm saying? We're always creating. If you can't create, then you're useless. You know what I'm saying? And you got to be able to fix problems. You know what I'm saying? As a man. So that's a, that's 
a key thing too. If you're trying to get the ladies too, they love a, a man who can solve problems. You know what I'm saying? So be that, be, be that person for them. That part really, like it is, that is one of the things that I'm learning as, and I hate to like, people think when I say becoming a man that that stops at 25 or 21 or 18. No, we are becoming a man as long as we're alive. Like we are, Constantly like our, our pinnacle of manhood will happen the day, the moment before we die. That's where our peak should be. That should be the goal of every man is to be a better man every moment until you get to death. Exactly. And so in, in just the journey of becoming the man I want to be and the man I aspire to be, I've learned something you just said, it really hit everyone's not worth the conversation. They're not. Like, and it's not that you're putting them off or that they're not worth value. Can't it's just- learn anything from them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like I can't take anything away. And even yeah. more than that, you may not take anything away from the conversation. Yeah. So why waste both of our time? Yeah, it's cool to have, a, it's cool to kick it. You know what I'm saying? It's cool mm -hmm. to, to have a drink or two, but to stay around, it's gonna just, it's not gonna do anything beneficial. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. that's why a lot of celebrities kind of separate themselves from family as well, because family can be mm -hmm. your biggest downfall as well. You know what I'm saying? Or you can get too comfortable to where you're not posting every day. Like, my biggest downfall was females. I always get, I'm the type of person I'm gonna give you my whole heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm full in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'll do everything for you, but. but I just want to feel appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And once I feel like I'm not appreciated or you're not, you're not, um, yeah, like you're not, uh, what's the word? Uh, dang it. Uh, I'm not, my like value. Like when they're not, yeah. They're not, yeah, like, they're not reciprocating that same exactly. level of intimacy and Ex support. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not supporting me on the back scene, then that's when I remove myself. That's when, it, it, like mentally I'm off you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, mm -hmm. I'll go to every game and you're not seeing me when I go to the studio or it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? You don't want me to live in my purpose. Right. And then you're trying to stop me from my blessings. That's why I, I just, yeah. So you just got to separate yourself from the people who, who, who don't want to see you succeed. And, and yeah, you'll be, you'll be fine. Yeah. And I think that's another important piece of just becoming a man. A lot of men talk about how, they want to be providers, protectors, and all of those things. Yeah. And they don't want a 50-50 relationship because they want to be the man or vice versa. They do want a 50-50 relationship because this is new times and we don't, yeah. you literally can't raise a household on a normal man's salary. Fine, I understand all of that. But 50-50 isn't a financial decision. That's not a financial percentage. It's a life percentage. You could yeah. be providing 100% of the finances and it still be a 50-50 Still be a 50-50. Because she's and, taking care of the kids. She's making sure right. we get home. You got a nice home-cooked meal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she's the nurturer when you're feeling down. You know what I'm saying? That's what keeps you going. That's all men look for, for real. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that's mm -hmm. going to keep them the back end. You know what I'm saying? And it's not bad to be the back end and support your woman. You know what I'm saying? You can do the same thing right. for her. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's not it's not a, a sexist thing. You know what I'm saying? Like men, men, you you don't have to always be the the top, you know what I'm saying? Like the the head of the household. You know what I'm saying? Your woman can be, but as long as you can guide them into the direction that that God is putting you in, then 
you know, you're doing your purpose. You know what I'm saying? You're making sure the kids get to school. That's, that's, that's what mean more to your significant other than anything in the world. That right. I can say. And I agree with that. When God said that the man is the head of the household, he wasn't talking about money. He wasn't. He was talking about influence. He was talking about respect. He was talking about provision. He was talking about production. He was talking about um, support. Motivation. That's what he was talking Motivation, yeah. um, protection. He wasn't talking about money. Your woman can make more money, money but you. so many men equate money to power. And yeah. that is partially because so many women equate money to power. Money to power. That they yeah. don't realize that just because you make more money than me doesn't mean you have the power I have. That that you garner the respect exactly. I garner. And so as a man, and I feel like that's woman, a Western thing too. It is. It's totally a Western thing. Yeah. But as a man, it does, you can go out and your wife be the breadwinner, but not be the head of house. Head of house. If yeah. she respects you and your decision making, if she respects you and your love for her and your support for her. If she yeah. respects you and your will to get better and your will to constantly improve. Because you can't be a bum and be the head of the house. No. You can't be chilling at home playing PlayStation unless it's making you money. Yeah. While your wife is out doing and working and providing. Because then exactly. what, what are you, you adding? You're useless. Yeah, like you exactly. said. And it, and it, it, it can just be the, the circumstances too. Like say, for instance, your wife is a journalist, right? And she wasn't the biggest journalist at first. You know what I'm saying? But you're pushing mm -hmm. her. You're telling her. Like she tells you, but I just got laid off. You go, hey, it's cool. All right, write this paper. You, you keep going. Don't quit. You know what I'm saying? She'll look at that and be right. like, dang, like, okay. And then when you put, and when she puts it out, now she's the top journalist in the world. Now she's right. making millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? It's, now she's not going to change. Now she's making millions of dollars. It's just that she's the breadwinner now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't change that. She's the best at what she does. You know what I'm saying? Right. And by you doing, now now that she's more booked up, now you got to take care of the kids. Now, now you're, now you can quit your job. She done retired you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And now you can, now when she's out doing these interviews or whatever, you're at home with the kids. Now you can homeschool the kids. You could do this in the third. Absolutely. You're, you're not, you're not necessarily not the head of the house. You're still the head of the household. You're just helping her career. You know what I'm saying? Y'all still can go on trips, do whatever. So I just saying, like, right. just know your role and just know how to play it. So, yeah. Cause a lot of powerful women don't want to come home and be the boss. They don't. She can come home and still cook food and still do whatever she has to do. You right. know what I'm saying? It's just, that's how she is. She's just winning now. You know, this is her season. Right. And yeah. You gotta that, help her through that. That's it perfectly. So I haven't forget, I've got, forget. I haven't forgot. I've given you a whole hour and 20 minutes to come up with the song you want to share with us. All right, and it don't have to be no whole song. If no, you really okay. got the talent, you can give us a little acapella or something, but I know you want to play the music in the background and show us those production skills. So before we get out of this episode, I'd love for you to make sure you plug all of your stuff. Where, what is your music name? Is it just the Darius Wise? How are people going to be able to find you on the platforms once you do start releasing music? And then how can people follow you? Your music page, your social influencer page, all of the things that people can stay up to date and keep hearing from you. Okay, so my business page is Wise. W-I-S-E-2, the number two, and then live with two E's, L-I-V-E-E. -E. And then I do have a second account that I'm about to make. It's just going to be, um, I haven't created the name for my, my music page yet, but um, 
when I get in the works, I'll have you put it in the description. I'll make it today. So, uh, uh, and then my TikTok is wisdom, W-I-S-E-D-O-M, and then three M's, actually. So that's my TikTok page. So y'all can find me on there. And then my YouTube that I'm going to be uploading my music is wise to live the same way that I spelt it the first time. So yeah, y'all gotcha. can get, get me up there. So I mean, it was it was truly, truly an honor to have you on the guest. You, I mean, have you on have you on the guest? <laughs> have you on the show as a guest? Um, you truly, I mean, you lived up to your name, and I knew this when I asked you. Um, and to be completely honest, y'all, I've been trying to ask him since season one, but you know, when you're a social media influencer and you have 33,000 followers you, your English teacher that wasn't actually your English teacher leaving you a message doesn't get seen ever and so I mean it literally was probably like I just kept sending my message is what I kept doing but yeah he's also, I found you commenting on I think when Ashton's post and that's when I followed you I was like oh my god that's crazy yeah because I'm not verified and so when you get to a certain level, only people who can message you are verified people. And I'm not verified. So when my messaging is like, you don't have the right to message this person. I don't care if they know you personally. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna just keep sending my messages. And it got to Wise and we got to have him on as a guest. And he got to, I mean, live up to his last name. He is a very, very wise young man, I hope. And I'm praying for his success. I know I it'll appreciate come. that. Because I know you're going to put in the work. And I mean, it is, like you said, it's your destiny. People are dreaming about it for you on your behalf. People are dreaming about it, which makes it significantly easier to dream about it yourself and to have faith to keep going. So I just, I mean, I love everything you're doing. I love getting, being able to just sit and talk with you um, a few years later. And I'm glad to see you're doing well. Glad to see you're moving in the direction that you really want to move in, that you feel God is calling you to, because that's, that's my ultimate dream as a teacher is to watch my students just fulfill their purpose in life and to live and to move in the direction that God wants them to move. And so to hear you talk about it and hear you see, say that you're doing those things, it just, it makes me proud. It makes me happy. And so I'm excited for your future and everything that's coming. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for having me on. No problem at all. So to all of our guests that are returning, I appreciate y'all for returning. Um, again, make sure to go follow Adarius on all of the social media platforms so that when he starts releasing the music, you'll get it. When he's on Hulu, you'll see it. Get all go go follow him now so that he doesn't have to. You don't have to worry about being a bandwagon follower <laughs> in two and three years when he's all over your phone and all over your TV. Other than that, have a great day, and I'll talk to y'all again next week. Hey y'all. I'm back because in our episode, Adarius was going to sing for us, but I'm technology deficient, just to be realistic. And so what we decided to do was have him send me the recorded, published, produced, mixed, and mastered version of the song, and I'm just going to add it into the podcast. So here is My Girl by Darius Wise. See you, baby. See you, baby. See you, baby. See you, baby.
Somebody I can have right by my side I just want somebody special and somebody down the ride And baby, you know I'm that man who gon' protect and gon' provide Girl, you know it's not an issue, you can come and spend the night, yeah I do not just want your body, babe I'm tryna see what your mind like Are you ready for the paparazzi, babe? Cause that life is gon' be like a movie Run it up, why these niggas be snoozing? Diving deep in your ocean Cause all this commotion You know that I'm going Just right. I'm going all out for ya. 